Dark Char Media presents Branded by Blood. Starring Gip Gipper as the Braden Devereaux. Kelly Hunter as Shane Corleone. Josh Schroyer as Mike Brady. Danny Atwell as Captain Maureen. And starring Miguel Pedroza as Gatekeeper Mortis. The Dark Charm universe just got a whole lot bloodier. Detectives Braden Deveron, Michael Brady finally made it several blocks away, Delgado Drive. Damn, not a lot of cops here. Bigger turnout than I expected. I'm gonna have to be really careful about this. A burly black sergeant stood nearby with a megaphone who seemed to be sweating bullets, barking orders to the main control of the situation outside. Brady looked at the sergeant. Hey, that's my old sergeant. Maybe he can give us a heads up. <laughs> Maybe he'll give you a cookie when you see him. Look, you've been doing this all damn day. Why do you have to belittle me? All I said was that this was my former sergeant. If my playful jabs are bothering you, how will you react when perps and other people give you worse? I'm trying to prepare you, kid preparing me. You're giving me a fucking complex, man. It was a white stucco house with pink trimming with two levels. Devereaux lit his cigarette as they walked cautiously towards the sergeant. Hey, Sergeant Chambers, what's going on here? Chambers turned around and saw Brady and shook his head. Well, good to see you, kid. And oh my god, look at this morose motherfucker. How is this crab apple of a detective treating you, Brady? <laughs> Better than I treated you, Ace. How's your brother doing in Baltimore? Brady glanced at his sergeant and then back at Devereaux. You two know each other? <laughs> no, I don't think I would ever get to know this guy. But I was his second partner after his first one got killed. I couldn't take his line of work, so I requested a transfer. Still got a box of Girl Scout cookies in your car, Ace? I'm kind of hungry. Wait, what? Joshua is doing just fine. He's a lieutenant now in the BCPD, and no, I don't have any cookies. Loretta's got me cold turkey nowadays. So enough of the pleasantries. What's going on here? Devereaux asked, clearly getting bored of the conversation that seemed to be irrelevant to the task at hand. Sergeant Chambers pointed his thumb at Devereaux while addressing Brady. Still the same asshole, huh? Okay, Hispanic male shot his mm, wife. Three buddies with him in the building. Police came to the scene to investigate and both became hostages. They're asking for a clean getaway. Shots fired? Well, not yet. Well, except for the one that killed the woman inside, of course. For killing his wife? It's a relative term. We're pretty sure it's not his wife. And even if it was, well, he sure as hell isn't getting asylum from this. 
Devereaux saw across the yard at the troopers in the backyard. Good job, Ace. Make sure that asshole can't get out the back door. How many of them are actually armed? All four guys? Well, at least three do now. Pretty sure the other guys have the other officer's pieces. Devereaux squinted as he tried to peer inside. All of a sudden, a hail of gunfire started coming through the windows and doors of the house. All of the police dove for cover behind a squad car or the safe zone. Some even just went prone to the ground, covering their heads with their hands. Devereaux winced at the prone sergeant as pieces of shattered glass fell on top of them. Well, there's your shots fired, Chambers. Shout in the megaphone. I don't want any officer going off half-cocked here. Order them to stand down. Once the fire stops, then give me the megaphone. Hold your fire. Hold your fire. Chambers gave the megaphone to Devereaux. He turned it on and spoke. This is Detective Devereaux of the New Orleans Police Department. You are completely surrounded. The Hispanic male, who was most likely the main suspect, started shining from behind a wall, interrupting Devereaux. Come any closer. Me and my pacos will blow you away. Every one of these little pretty officers in here. Comprende? Devereaux, who remarkably still had his cigarette in his hand, took a drag and dove into thought. Chambers, almost shaking like a leaf, shook his head. I really can't believe you're still smoking at a time like this. Devereaux pulled his cigarette out of his mouth and continued talking to the Hispanic man. Listen, bud. No one wants to get anyone hurt. I'm going to give you an offer. Would you take into consideration a hostage exchange to get your demands? I have to have some good faith in the fact that these officers are still alive. The captor pulled one of the officers to the window and did it with her long blonde hair in his clutches. It was one of the female officers he saw from the other night, though she never really spoke. Even though she treated Devereaux like dirt and vice versa, he didn't want her to go through this ordeal. They made her into an object of desire instead of the policewoman she was. Her uniform was torn open, buttons ripped and pulled apart, as if to get a hard look at her goods by the men inside. Her bra was intact. But Devereaux could tell that they were pulling at her breasts and putting them back by the disheveled look of them. There were spots of pink, but Devereaux wasn't sure that if it was blood or lipstick. Devereaux could feel the blood coursing in her veins and the panic in her heart. Tears came down her face as the man still had a pistol to her head. Prisoner exchange, huh? Well, here's the first one. She a sweet piece of culo if you ask me. Show us the other one. Is she okay? Devereaux noticed that the people that lived nearby were coming out of their houses to see what was going on. More eyes meant more problems with safety. He turned to Sergeant Chambers. Ace. Yeah? There's more than three guys in there and a hell of a lot more guns. Why haven't you heard anything from the guys in the back? Your guess is as good as mine, man. Let me check. The sergeant makes a call on his radio, away from prying ears. Brady scoots over to Devereaux. What do you plan on doing? I have to defuse the situation before it gets any worse. Look at these people outside gawking at this like it's the fucking TV show Cops. We need to get them back. Okay, okay, sir. Send out one of the officers and take me instead. Devereaux handed the megaphone to Brady. Are you fucking insane? 
My therapist seems to think so, but it doesn't hurt my job. Now just keep a lid on it. Maybe, but I can promise you that you will be more likely to get what you want if you take me than if you just keep them. Now, what are your demands? He conversed with someone inside, probably several people. Finally, he turned his attention back to Devro. You have my word. No guns. What do you want? Devereaux shouted as he grabbed his pistol and handed it to Brayden. We want a car to get us through the harbor, a boat, fully gassed up to take us to international waters. Then I will head to Mexico. Fine. Devereaux said to just shut him up. He turned toward Brady. Wish me luck. Good luck. You know this isn't happening. Won't matter the next half hour. Okay, I'm coming up to the door. Let the officer go when I get halfway up the walkway. No one will get hurt, okay? Devereaux meandered slowly up the walkway of the small yard. The door opened as another Hispanic man with a dark blue bandana covering his mouth and lower face brought out the blonde female officer. She held her larger exposed breasts as her uniform shirt was in shreds as she covered them in shamed embarrassment. It looked like while they were talking, they officially tore her bra, as a torrent of tears and streaked mascara streamed out her face. The pink from the bra was indeed bloodstained. She gazed at Devereaux with watery eyes and mouthed the words. <laughs> You're okay now. Get to the car quickly before they change the mind. Another Hispanic man pointed his pistol at Devereaux as a blonde woman swiftly walked to the cock bars. Devereaux kept his hands up. I'm coming inside. The man in the bandana grabbed Devereaux and pulled him into the home. Devereaux took in his surroundings. It was a mess. Roach clips of marijuana on the tables. Actual roaches crawled on the wooden floors, and then he noticed that there were way more than four men inside. All of them were armed, which chilled him to the bone. There were enough weapons in here that there would be a bloodbath outside with the police. Why didn't they just go guns blazing? They have enough to make it tough for us. In the middle of the floor was a dead woman the original police squad had come to the house to see. The smell was pungent with blood as it seemed to engulf Devereaux's senses. She was shot square in the head. No other marks, but bits of her brain came out the other side. If Devereaux hadn't seen it before, he would have thrown up. It was particularly gruesome. The bandana-masked Hispanic patted down Devereaux looking for any weapons. He took a sturdy rope and tied it around Devereaux's hands behind his back. When he was finished, he pulled out Devereaux's wallet and scanned it over. Bring Michael Devereaux, detective from the New Orleans Police Department. Well, Senor Devereaux, why don't you have a seat right over there? He threw Devereaux on the floor. His right hand dipped into the deceased woman's blood. He sat up against the wall of the room and started looking around as much as possible. Meanwhile, outside, Sergeant Chambers came back to Brady and shrugged. What the fuck happened? Why do you have my megaphone and where the fuck is Devereaux? He gave up himself in order to bring out one of the hostages. 
He pointed over to the blonde female police officer who was sitting now by a squad car covered in a blanket. Judging by how she came out of that place, there is a good chance she was raped. They're taking a statement for her now. Sergeant Chambers grabbed the megaphone off the car as well as Devereaux's gun. The Hispanic man was no longer in the window. Sergeant Chambers sighed. Oh, only a matter of time now, please. God, don't let that asshole do anything stupid or reckless or stupid and reckless. What are you talking about? When are we getting this guy what he wants? We're fucking not. But, but Devereaux is in there. This isn't Devereaux's first rodeo, Mike. He knows they're not getting what they want. There is a lot you don't know about your partner, my boy. He'll be just fine there, okay? In fact, I'm more worried about them than him. Back inside, the main captor came to the living room, this time with the brunette officer in tow. She was the rebellious one who challenged him the other night at the bar in common. Her hands were tied with rope in the back of her back. She was thrown down with Devereaux to the wall. Devereaux tried catching her, but she felt the full brunt of the wall. A trickle of blood started coming down from her nose, and there were scratches on her face. He knew of her, but never officially met her, but that didn't surprise him. If you're coming in here for revenge for what happened with Stacy and me weeks ago, you have it. Name is Stacy? Short for Anastasia, but yes, she had a rough night with the body you left for us that night, but this was a hell of a lot worse. I never knew her name, but you both always treated me like shit, so I was finally getting kind. Now I kind of feel bad for her. I had no intention of making her look bad. You okay? Well... <laughs> My pride and my nose are hurt, but that's pretty much it. Did they do anything to you? Other than feel me up and stick some dirty-ass fingers up in me? No, thank God, not yet. Stacy, on the other hand, I feel disgusting, but I can't imagine how she feels right now. Devereaux didn't want to pry, but he needed more information. I know this can be difficult, but I need to know what happened to her. Jose, over there. Took her into the room with two of his friends, and, well, after that, it's all anyone's guess. She came out of the room with semen covering her upper body and running mascara off how hard she cried. They toweled her off, but the damage was done. She's never going to be the same. Fuck. Not to sound morbid, or looking a gift horse in the mouth, and I don't want you to take this the wrong way, but what was the difference with you? Why didn't you get the same treatment? I don't know. Maybe they saw my last name on the badge and thought otherwise. By the way, I'm Shane. Shane Corleone. That might be why they didn't do anything Shane's to you. Shane's nose finally bled down to her chin. Devereaux grabbed a handkerchief out of his pocket and held it to her nose. Thank you. Her eyes widened as she realized what just happened. Devereaux put his hands behind his back and a devilish grin appeared upon his face. How did you- Shh! I got out of these bonds five seconds before you arrived. I'm going to get us out of here soon, okay? If they think I'm connected to anyone in the mob, they got another thing coming. My dad sells pizza downtown and my mom is a school teacher. Nothing sinister there. How many of these guys have you seen? I've seen five different guys, but I'm pretty sure there are more. Hey, gringo, shut your pie hole! Jose kicked Devereaux in the face, which sent him sprawling against the wall. 
Big mistake, motherfucker. Big mistake. Branded by Blood is a Dark Charm Media production. Guest starring Danny Atwell as Jose the Captor and Emily McAnulty as Anastasia Stacy Keaton. When the Levy Breaks by Led Zeppelin. No Way But the Hard Way by Airborne. Special effects by Zapsplat.com. Branded by Blood is a Dark Charm Media production. Copyright 2023. All rights reserved. The Plague of the Century. War of the Ages. Acid Rain. Oh God, it burns so bad. Limited resources. I'm sorry, kids, but you're going to have to choose between having bacon on the table this year and any Christmas presents. I'm sorry. Wouldn't you just want to get away? Welcome, one and all, to Miss Billy's Island of Ill Repute. Do you want girls? Do you want boys? Then come to Gibson Island where the horse and the beef are prime quality. We have black girls, white girls, skinny girls, thick girls, girls with glasses. Bottom line is, you can fuck all their asses. But don't take my word for it. Take it from Miss Billy herself. Hello, my sweet sugar dumplings. This is good old Miss Billy. And if you want champagne pussy at a beer price, just mosey on down to Miss Billy's Island of Ill Repute where we can service all of your fantasy needs. Seven days a week, we'll make sure you're fucked seven ways from Sunday. Come over now. If you want to make a reservation, please call our hotline at 1-800-PUSSIES. That's 1-800-PUSSIES. Act now, and for the month of March, you'll get two pieces of pussy of equal or lesser value for the price of one. That's Sundays only for the month of March. Y'all can't beat that. So come on down and we'll be waiting for you.